What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tiggy Ten Mill here. What's good? What's good? Scott's here. What's going on? We're your real old heads coming at you live, locked in with our man. I'm calling him El Capitan, <laughs> sir. Jason Natcher. What's going on with you, bro? Doing pretty good, man. Um, I was telling you guys before, uh, just trying to get over this cold. That kind of took me down a little bit earlier this weekend, but you know. It's all good. Your flu season is around the corner. I got both of my kids the flu shot. My wife has to get the flu shot because she works in um, healthcare, and I'm always mm-hmm. like the last to do it because I procrastinate. I don't know. I don't believe in. I don't believe in the flu shot. Really? <laughs> I don't. Well, when you have kids, man, you gonna want to you want to take the flu shot. Yeah, it, it changes like when that dynamic comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was definitely terrified of all sorts of needles and shit. But now it's just like, okay, whatever. It's way deeper than that with me. <laughs> I was going to say, is, is that, I mean, shoot, if you got tattoos, bro, then there's nothing. Well, I got tattoos, but tattoos is different because you're not like, you don't have this long ass needle that's you're literally watching you got the go whole, into your body. You got a whole got bodega it. tattoo on your back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we going already with this? <laughs> we already going here, huh? All right, wow. man. All right, man. All right. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about your gang affiliation that you got on your forearms. God is over. <laughs> Shout out to the Lord. So what we here? Uh, we got we got we got. Shout out to the Lord. <laughs> we got Jay locked in with us. He's promoting his album Black. It's acronyms though. What does it stand for? It actually stands for uh, Blessed, Loved, Aspiring for Change, and Knowledge. That, that shout out to God was right on time. That's what's up. Hey man, salute. That's what's yeah, up to the GOD. I mean, but originally the concept, the original title is really Black Sinatra. You know, okay. it's kind of going with that whole vibe and that wave. The thing is, though, I ran into some issues, you know, with distribution and stuff like that. They were like, hey, we, we can't allow you to put Sinatra's name on your cover art. So you got to scratch that. So that's the reason why I didn't make it. Really? So yeah. is that why you use a dollar sign instead of the S? Yes, that's why. So, I was so you know, break that down on how that actually works. I didn't. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I never yeah, knew that. Yeah, but, that's new for me. Yeah, um, if you're going through like certain uh, platforms and certain uh, companies with your distribution, um, basically what they're looking at is they want it to be nearly perfect. So, for example, if you have a song on there that contains, uh, it's like a piece of sampling or something, or there's a certain way you coined a term the actual title of the song they'll rip it off for that they'll rip it off for like i was just saying before in my title you know have a sinatra's name in there due to the fact that there's a frank sinatra they went ahead and didn't allow it to go through as well wow. and that just pretty much slows up the process of your distribution again your project on the major platforms like apple music spotify and all that stuff like that so so is that really yeah so does he have like it trademarked or copyright or something. I like believe that. so. Yeah. So and you can't use like, Sinatra. Period. I mean, you can use it. How do I put it? You can use it in the sense of like, it's like your name, mm-hmm. like your stage presence name. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like you putting it on cover art, you putting it in the title of an actual project, then they can look now. We gotta rip that down. Right. So. Yeah, that's I never knew that. Yeah, I never knew that. But I did notice when I was trying to look for it on title, I had to, like another song popped up. I think you were featured on, mm-hmm. and then I I saw the spelling of it. Then I had to put the dollar sign in there. Yeah, it was so. actually he has a group project, um, 
with uh, Epic when I was searching for his yeah. information too. That's the one that popped in first. Yeah. Was that? So. Yeah, that's the uh, Prey Fire Enemies. I did that prior to uh, Black, and um, that was a pretty big project. I think that's really what kind of catapulted and kicked off everything as far as like the direction that I took, you know, during the Prey pro- uh, the Black project process. Yeah, we definitely want to talk about it because there's two different sounds on the album. Like this one here right. is like. Um, very heavy sampled songs, sounding beats, and all that. I love, I love like every- Sinatra smooth. I love everything about that. Like, there's like not one skip on that joint. Like the whole thing from yeah. top to bottom, between verses, concept, beats, and production tru- uh, picks. I like the whole thing from top to bottom. So, um, my question probably is two parts. How do you go from that one sound with with that with your first album or your joint venture to being on in Orlando with that sound because I know in Florida is entirely uh, different. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's entirely different music scene down here, man. If you guys don't know, it's heavily trap influenced, southern influence. Um, so you know, there's a bit of difficulty, you know, being the, the odd man out when you think about it as far as like my flow and as far as like my approach to music and the things that I release. Um, how I went from Prey to this particular project, mm-hmm. I feel like it was just a maturation situation. Like I was able to mature with the music. And as I was actually finding my flow a little bit more heavy and I was finding the actual content direction that I wanted to speak on, mm-hmm. it kind of just kind of trickled into Black. You know, gotcha. it started with Prey. Like it was, it was sprinkled here and there throughout Prey, but it wasn't as heavy or saturated as it was on Black because Black was just kind of like, okay, let me show y'all like my progression and my maturity in this. It's no longer talking about just the, the stuff I was talking about in the past. Like I'm, I'm growing as a man. I'm married. You know, I'm 32 years old. I have a daughter, 10 years old. You know, like it's it's that time to show like that maturity in my music. So I could definitely respect that. You know, you know, he said the same thing that when we had our other uh, interview with Descendant. You know, Descendants album period was four years, but he was saying while he was doing his first album, he was still finding songs to put on his next album. So how do you know why you're trying to focus on doing music for a specific album? That song or a particular cut that you might do would work in a future project later. Or is that something that just didn't make the cut and you'd be like, let me just hold it in the tuck? Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I'll just keep it in the tuck, but then sometimes it's just like... I specifically go in with a central thesis or a theme or an idea because how Black really came about was um, I heard the song, I heard the beats, you know, I heard it and it was uh, shout out to Charlie Brown beats, by the way, he did those beats as a guy uh, out in Washington, D.C. Hey, shout out to him. Really dope. Uh, um, I heard the, the, the beats and I was like, and it kind of puzzled me too because I was like, man, these are really short. Like, if you... If you yeah, listen, like two to minutes with the change, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like each beat, maybe two and some change, mm-hmm. possibly three. So I'm just thinking, man, like, what can I do with this? Because I love the sound, but how am I going to be able to finesse this enough to where I get enough good content on the beat mm-hmm. and I'm not just filling it with meaningless bars? Or I'm not just putting stuff here. Why don't you just have like an engineer like, loop it? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. I didn't want to loop it too much because I didn't want to give the audience and the listeners too much mm. in the sense of I didn't want to be dragged out too much. Gotcha. Like 25 minutes to me is ideal. Okay. That's an ideal project. 
because it's not too much, but it's not too little to where you got the person like just okay. What what's the rest of it? I know? was so, I was just saying that on Monday with all the albums that had came out this past week, I noticed most of them like thirty two minutes, thirty one minutes, thirty five minutes. Yeah, they're starting to cut down the length of these mm-hmm. projects. Me personally, I'm all for, like some people that kind of like man. What happens to you know such and such? But me personally, I prefer the shorter projects. It's like because it keeps you locked in. Yeah, you know? it's like a win or lose because when the album is good, like Styles P joint, for instance, listening to his. By the time we got to track ten, and then the joint cut off on me like mid workout, I'm like, did, did I lose like my Bluetooth connection? I'm looking <laughs> at and the album's done. I'm like, why the hell he ain't give me more goddamn songs, bro? But then when That's you, exactly you kind of you get like That's a Wayne exactly joint. And he gives you 18 songs, he'd be like, bro, you could have thrown track Wayne track had four to, away, though, because he ain't, he ain't been around. So, so it's yeah. a lose-lose. Wayne had to make up. He, he he lost a lot of footing. Yeah, so he had... Five years, I think five years. I, I still say... Releasing a major project? I still say he, he could have come out with bangers. five, eight songs. He couldn't do that. He could have gave yeah. us straight bangers, yeah. but I guess he had to tell the Carter series story, so it worked out. Right. So, like, with you saying that, um, so you kind of challenge yourself two ways. You, you, you challenge yourself as showing your maturity as an artist, and then you also have the constraint of the beat, um, yeah. which is very interesting to me because when I listened to it, it read like a story. I see how you had the songs numbered with the Roman mm-hmm. numerals and all that, and it, and it was like a story, and it was very vivid. So, like, how is that process to, like, Keep in line with the project, with the time constraint, with the with like the new direction you're trying to present yourself. Like, yeah, it's difficult, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like going into it, I was like, man, how am I gonna pull this off? How am I gonna execute this the right way? Um, and it was a situation where there was times where I was just kind of like, okay, this might not fit in this particular song, so I just move it around to the next song, or I might just scratch it entirely. Um, a lot of those songs were truthfully written on the fly. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't in the studio writing it, but it was just kind of like I was out and about doing my daily routines. You know, there was one point in time in the hospital with my wife. You know, um, one of her family members was in the hospital, and I literally wrote like, the whole track season in the hospital. So it's like there was a couple times when it's just like. I just had to be in that moment and in that space mentally and artistically to really just kind of put it together. But for the most part, though, once I got into the studio, it just all came together the way it should. So it's a very concise, concise project. Everything made sense. Um, when I first listened to it, I, I texted him. I was like, "Man, everything kind of sounds the same." Though that's my only thing. But then mm-hmm. when I listened to it again, and like really paid attention like it, it's like a it's just sinatra smooth it gave me the whole feeling of what you were trying to say and it just made sense i don't know if that makes sense but it just made it made more sense the second time i listened to it because at first i was just like because you know now we listen to beats first and everything yeah, got a boom 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 first before you yeah listen to the song right exactly so like listen to it and then listen to it again and really connecting how everything is cohesive it was it's pretty yeah. dope so I wanted to really kind of like tell a story, you know, within it. Like it wasn't supposed to be like a, like a full long story, you know, but it was just kind of like, a, okay, I want to take you throughout how I see New York and how I see, you know, basically where music is right now and where it can get back to. You know, that's why I was saying I was painting a picture for people who haven't been in New York. Mm-hmm. I painted a picture for people who were just kind of like, you know, 
filling that void, like, dang, what is it like? You know, that's what I did that for. Like, I would say, I tell everybody to this day, like, my most sentimental, emotional record was the one that did Before then, I hadn't really touched on too many emotional, you know, topics and too many sentimental topics. It was just kind of like, you know, I was just hardened, you know, but for the right. most that part, one, I was able That to one was definitely deep and definitely real. It was. Because I, I have a, a seven-month-old daughter myself, and the one, there was one part of it that I really did like, because most dudes won't say, and it's you were just stating that you can't wait for one guy a guy to come one day and actually be the man that she needs in her life but until then you're gonna hold her down you know most dudes be like ain't no dudes out here talking to my daughter none of that stuff so to be real with it like that i was like okay i can respect that i can respect that because i feel the same way i want to be that that role model and like let her know like you know when you find a good guy you know you need to do what you gotta do yeah because realistically i mean you know as men mentality of there ain't gonna be no guy to replace me but let's be real it's gonna be a guy that's gonna come eventually one day and you know take that spot hey you know it's not like on some hostile takeover it's just on some like okay you gotta take over and, and provide for my daughter you gotta take care of her you know you gotta fill my my spot you know and that's why i was really trying to paint with that and the reason why i wrote that particular song from that angle was because i knew there was a lot of guys out there with daughters mm-hmm. you know and i knew that a lot of guys out there that can relate to a lot of things that I was saying, you know, just like in the line where I was like, uh, until that day, your daddy would keep a pistol, mm-hmm. a couple shots to the ops, they offend you. You know, it's the stuff like that, that that's the stuff that goes through the minds of fathers. Like, mm-hmm. yo, don't violate because, you know, I might have to violate you, you know? Right, so, right, right, yeah, right. you know, that's why I put that in there. And but, the crazy thing yeah. about having a daughter too, in that type of situation is you don't want to be too much of a bully because then you're going to make her make a choice. Either it's you or him. And then you yeah. don't want to be on the losing end of that stick. That yep. Yeah. That rift and all that yeah. stuff. I even put a line there too about the baby. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I love you, but you baby mom. So I can't say too much about that. Right. That. I was like, that was real though. Yeah, so you know, like I said, it's just little cuts like that, you know, that made the project special just for me and just hearing people's reactions to it and just people actually loving it and that just made it even more special for me just put it over the top so yeah no i definitely um i definitely like that part of it so you went in specifically so you kind of forced yourself into like i'm only gonna work with this producer he sent me this amount of beats and this is what i'm gonna work with yeah i literally went in like tunnel vision like i'm not else well i take the last cut uh act 10 foe that's actually done by a producer out of chicago by the name of series beats okay so that was the only exception that I made due to the fact that I sent the record to Tizo. Mm-hmm. Tizo was vibing with it. He was like, hey, it's the one. I was like, all right, cool. Do what you got to do to it. Lay your verse. Send it back to me. He sent it back to me. Gave me a little snippet video. I was like, oh, hey, man, that's it y- right there. Y'all really, y'all really got a, a, a nice little squad in the lineup. Like but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. I did want to ask you, though, as far as um, like just going through your page and seeing you perform. I saw that you actually... Uh, dropped your first music video. Yeah, the very first, very one, first yeah. b- uh, music video. Um, how is like the the scene out there as far as like performing and actually being heard? Are you rapping to rappers or are you actually rapping to people that want to come out and hear you? Like how how is it out there in Florida? Um, it's a mixed crowd. It's a little bit of both. Um, I'm rapping 
course, you know, like the public, the people that actually want to come out, mm-hmm. you know, and listen to the music who already heard the project going into it. Yeah. Or it's their first time experiencing it, you know. Um, then there's, of course, I'm rapping to, you know, other artists as well, too, because mm-hmm. they're in the building. They're performing as well, too. They're on the card. Okay. So um, as far as the actual scene and the vibe, it's a mix. You know, there's the guys that'll dap you up, you get off stage, that'll be like, yo, mm-hmm. thing, keep doing it. You bring back that real hip-hop stuff. Mm-hmm. But then there's the guys that's like, you know, they're real stuck, I guess, that trap mode. Yeah. You know, that... that that one dimensional sound of it has to be trap, it has to be something. They won't even pay you no mind. They won't even flinch mm-hmm. at what you're doing on stage. So, you know, it it comes with the territory. I know that my music is not gonna connect to anybody. I know it's not gonna be for everybody. So you know, back in the I day it was like 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 rap, then you had hip hop, then you had like backpackers. <laughs> Now it's really just yeah. trap rap, rappers and then, pe- and then people that are trying to bring hip-hop back. You know, that whole yeah. that whole category stuff just out the window. It's like either you're in the bando or you're trying to make yeah. hip-hop great again or something like that. <laughs> That's the problem. I don't know, we talk about that a lot. When we do get, like when we do the show and we get the feature artists, uh, it's, it's like you kind of forget that that's like I enjoy. I love trap music. We both love trap music, but it is <laughs> refreshing to hear like yeah. something totally different that's actually good, mm-hmm. and we kind yeah. of forget about that. But I was gonna ask you, like, since you you know been down there in Florida, have you collabed with anybody down there? Have you linked oh, yeah. up with anybody down there? Maybe oh, absolutely. Um, a long time collaborator, uh, a college guy by Tarantino. Um, I collaborated with him probably about two, maybe three times. Um, some of the yeah, some of the stuff is on Apple Music and Spotify as well. So um, we just did a record together called Eyes on the Prize. It's on his project, Sky. Uh, we're looking at doing a visual for that pretty soon. Uh, shout out to Katie Visuals, by the way. Yeah, I, so I was looking that. at all his stuff because I saw that you had yeah. reposted his stuff. So I was like, let me steal his. Yeah. Post so it don't have a yeah. little tag under there so I could post yeah. it. Okay, <laughs> Katie's nice with the camera, man. Katie is one of them guys with the camera. So and he's been rocking with YB and his whole camp for the longest. And then we linked up and did the FOE video. And he was like, Yo, I'm, I'm rocking with y'all moving. You know, it's family. I was like, All right, bet. So anything that we do in the future, whether it's myself, whether it's, uh, you know, my guys on, on, on the label, it's going to be through uh, Katie. How many are y'all on the label? And what? And, and for those that don't know, because yeah. they're in the chat heavy, what is the label? The label is Broken Hearts Music. That is the label. It was originally founded by myself, my best friend, Tavares, aka T. Um, we started like this whole like movement back in uh, 2008, around the time my daughter was born. Uh, we were still doing music. It wasn't as heavy as it is now. But we were making, you know, progress here and there. And we was like, yo, let's start like our own way. And that's how Broken Hearts came along. But then we just decided this year to take it to a whole other level, which is make it an actual label and actually bring on other acts, other talent, and kind of just kind of give them not only that direction, but just give them that little push and that help that they might need to really realize this and, and, and pursue it full fledged. And uh, that's how. We ended up acquiring so much great talent that we have right now. So, if I wanted to sign to the label, how does that actually work? Well, two questions: How, how from a person trying to get on as an artist, how does that work? And mm-hmm. if 
you know, we have our own platform here, so we've been working on doing our own thing. But for people that are yeah. trying to get artists signed to their platform, how does how does that work as far as like a business sense on you searching for people, like a good fit for your for team? A business sense, um, it has to be organic first. A lot of that is, you know, just building up a rapport with the artist, really kind of engaging with them, getting to know them, actually, you know, taking a step further with just paperwork and, okay, sit down and sign this. Like, it's more, we're building a family operation. So anybody that I'm working with, anybody that I'm rocking with, it's always got to be that mutual respect and always that mutual, okay, this is the end goal. This is what we're doing. Um, as far as like how I came about to meet them and how they got to be a part of this organization, uh, Tizo, I met him. I'm sure, if I didn't like meet him, but I heard of his music in a, a Snapchat situation. You know, they had like this huge, like producers, artists, anybody that was making music that was in there. I came across this project on Snap one day. I was like, "Yo, I like your stuff. Let's collab." Originally, it was going to be one record, maybe two, and now it's going to be it. But then I was like, you know what? I'm starting up this label. I need artists. I need dope artists. We started chopping it up back and forth. He felt it made sense. I felt it made sense. Arthur T as well. Went ahead and made it official. Um, as far as other acts like Swayze, I know Swayze from back in the day when we used to work. Uh, he came at me and was like, hey, I heard you got a label. I see what you guys do. I like it. Down. And at that point, I was like, okay, I, I've been seeing what you've been doing. Mm -hmm. I've been keeping, you know, tabs and stuff like that. So that happened. Um, it was a it was a signed deal, you know. Um, as far as goes, Ron Dale, shout out to him. Boy, I'm pretty sure he's watching this. Um, I heard him on Tizo's record. You know, that's, that's Tizo's friend from back in the day. You know, they used to write rap together. They grew up rapping together. So it was kind of like, oh, I like what I'm hearing. I heard him on the record. Uh, it was actually a record I was supposed to feature on. I featured on. And I was like, yo, this guy sounds like GLC. Like, that's <laughs> what I thought he sounded like. <laughs> like, I don't know about anybody else, but me, he sounded like GLC. And, you know, just coming from Texas, I was like, yo, I love Texas music. I love the Texas music scene. It made sense as well because Tizo was already from there. They already had a connection in the bar. So he's like, yo, what I got to do to get down? You know, X, Y, Z. Went ahead, took care of that. And that was a done deal. But now we also have another artist by the name of Eric King okay. uh, from Philly. He's from Philadelphia. So when we, but when he's we, down get, like when we getting him on the show? Because y'all, you got an ear. Oh. You got an ear. Oh, we getting them. You getting them ASAP. ASAP for sure. Um, he's working on some stuff right now. He actually has, I think, a record or two out right now, but we want to present something new, something different, and uh, give you guys the exclusive. So, yeah, definitely really soon. Heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil it. Like, I could tell y'all what to expect, but I don't want to spoil don't, it. I, don't. I want y'all to don't. We love listening to it live, organically. When, we, when I click into the next scene, and then my face is like, either it's it or it ain't it, that we keep it keep it as natural yeah. as possible so so that, that's cool so do you, I, i'm assuming that you really don't care about followers uh views subscribes listen is more work ethic from the artist it's work is it's absolutely it has to be ethic that over every 
Do they have to come? With, do they have to come with you with a lot of content already, or? No, no. Truth be told, um, I I didn't even know how much content they really had before really bringing them on and really sitting down and be like, let's do this. Like Tizo, I mean, he had that. I think he had like maybe two or three EPs out mm-hmm. prior to him coming with us and and, and getting with us. Um, before that, you know, Deo. Um, I believe he had maybe a few features, but it wasn't like a full-blown project. Same thing with Swayze. His debut project's actually coming out on our label. It's coming out uh, December, uh, closer to the end of the year. So Swayze had a few records out. So a lot of them didn't have a substantial amount of material. Mm. It was just kind of like, I like the vibe. Yeah. I like the energy. Yeah, I like the old work ethic, you know, content. Mm-hmm. So if the potential's so, there, you'll you'll work with them, see if it's gonna be a good fit or not. Almost not almost like a like a little ninety day trial period at a job, man. If it work, it work. If it don't, it don't. Yeah, because we we we've gone through a few. We've gone through a few sure. that were potential. I'm sure we can get those uh the people in your in your <laughs> IG like, I like your work. Please listen to mine. DM me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've literally I've literally had somebody DM me IG like, hey. Nigga saw me. <laughs> 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 I was like, wait. Like, I don't even know who you are, fam. Like, <laughs> it was literally like that. Like, yo, sign me, nigga. I was like, I don't even know who you are, first. I even listen to your music. I don't know if you fit. Because truthfully, the way I weed out everybody in the way, and I hate to say it that way, but the way I really kind of construct this whole, you know, infrastructure and this whole organization is, you got to match. They ain't got to be on some straight up backpack hip like hip hop stuff. Mm-hmm. They ain't got to be on no conscious hip hop. They ain't got to be strictly hip hop. You can make some a little bit of everything, as long as it's dope content and as long as it's good music. I'm cool. Yeah. But the minute that you you know you ain't doing that, then it's kind of like I. Right, oh, you. Nah. This is gonna be a good question too, because me and Scott always talk about the responsibilities of a label on the artist. Uh, how do you how do you handle people's personal lives that might affect your job? Personal lives. Um, for the most part, you know, very understanding guy. Um, I'm very That's patient. A good way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very patient. Uh, as far as you know, handling the the responsibilities of personal life and stuff like that. I try to be a coach to them, you know. I try to like coach them through it and kind of give them advice and pointers and kind of like the ins and outs and what I would do in that situation. Um, it hasn't been too many occurrences where a lot of the personal interfered with the business and the the working end of it, mm. but um, you know, knock on wood. But uh, yeah, that's how I usually deal with it, man. I just treat it as if it's my own problem, taking on head uh, head first and just. Help them out through it. So. Yeah, is there a big like seeing that you're you're an artist as well as running the label? Like, is there yeah. ever any conflict with those two roles with you? Well, I definitely got to switch off um, my hats. You know what I mean? I got an artist hat and I got the management slash CEO hat. So it's it's a little bit you know trying at times, a little bit tiring at times because you know I got to be both, but I feel like it's more rewarding to see those guys succeed and see those guys go a step beyond and further, you know, because 
my end goal is not to be the biggest artist in the world. My end goal is to be all in the videos. Yeah, just trying to be a guy that helps, you know, push forward, you know, individuals that take their stuff serious, their craft serious. Not only that, but really want to bring back the feeling, the feeling that's been gone for a minute to, in hip hop. To piggyback in, off in, of. To piggyback off of that, I don't know if you purposely do this or you, is this natural with you, but I I kind of noticed that what you're stating right now is true because with just dealing with us, you put yourself out there first before you see if you want to bring the team along for the ride. Yeah. So even when yeah. you submitted your music early, you know, you just did it just to see how it was and then you were like, okay, that worked. I do have all these other artists. I'm going to go ahead and get their music over to you immediately just, just yeah, like yeah. with this interview joint you were trying to talk in third person but you were like you know i'm gonna go first <laughs> and then we'll set up everybody else if, if this is how we're supposed to rap yeah i mean honestly and it's not even really on purpose with that it's just kind of like okay let me make sure that this is the right look mm-hmm. you know for the artist and for the label and stuff like that um, what's crazy about it is, and I'm gonna give her a slight little shout out right here. My wife actually put me on to your guys' platform. Oh, shout you know? out to her, yo. Shout out to yeah, the wife. Candace, Candace, her name's Candace. Oh, yeah, that was oh, the one that was going to Ashton. Okay, now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she put me on to you guys' platform. So I was like, okay, I'll check it out. You know, right then and there, I was like, let me check it out. Let me see what they're what they doing. And I like what y'all was doing. I was like, okay, let me let me shoot an email to them, see if we can get some stuff rolling. You know, at that point in time, I think it was a situation of what was I was waiting. I was waiting for pictures from I think Tizo. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for pictures from all of them because I know you guys wanted pictures to go with the music. So I was like, okay, I need y'all pictures. I need music. I need all that. I was waiting. So I was like, okay, I'm the only person that got stuff ready to go. Let me go ahead and just put it out there. But originally, it wasn't like, okay, I need to gotta go first. Mm-hmm. Like, this time around here, yeah, I was kind of like, yo, you want to go first? Mm-hmm. They just nominated me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you go ahead and die on that sword first. Because if, if these dudes don't know what they're doing, you're going to be the one that's looking crazy. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. It's all good. You know, so. Y'all have, but, like, um, y'all have the theme to purposely send us pictures where you don't show your faces? You got the hat all the way as low as possible? <laughs> it's the mysterious vibe. Okay. <laughs> It's the ominous, mysterious vibe. Kind of like I got a little bit of some stuff going on that I don't want to see. But I was like, these dudes don't want to show their face for nothing. Just give me a bunch of angles to work with on these clips. Bad angles. No light. <laughs> how do you um? How do you work that that wife, child, family in with your music and the business? Full disclosure here, I told y'all um, before the stream even started. This is like my fifth, my fourth stream. So Sunday, yeah. Sunday Couch Coaches, Monday Real Oheads, Tuesday I did a, a recap show with Couch Coaches, and then today I'm yeah. doing the interview with y'all, with y'all now. Tomorrow I got to do the IG live on Couch Coaches. Friday I got to do the album reviews with this guy. Saturday I don't have to do anything, and then Sunday I'm right back to doing couch coaches again. Now I know we only do like an hour here, forty minutes there, thirty minutes here. Sometimes we get a little long winded, so it kind of runs over. So she's like, "Hey, bro, you said thirty minutes. It's about two hours later, and you still editing." 
and you do all the edit. He does all the technical oh, stuff too. So Jesus. So how you so how you are you getting it on your how are you getting on your angle so I don't feel as bad in my personal life? Oh, man, there's been I'm gonna go with depth with the actual <laughs> details of the conversation because she is watching this right now. <laughs> Shout out to you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's been a couple of times where there's some static, some friction, you know, in regards to this career path that I've chosen and what I'm trying to do with it. Um, you know, there's been times when I, because the way it's set up is, you know, there's two different households. There's the mother, of my child, her household. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, um, with that being the case, we get her on weekends and stuff like that. So, you know, there'll be times when there's a scheduling conflict, you know, with a show yep. or, an event, you know, it'll be on a weekend that we get her. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to tell you this, you know, like, hey, you can do this. Guess what? You know, next time. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, cut that. So I've, I've experienced that, but I've learned to just kind of, you know, work with what you got. You know, you got to just the way to really just balance your time, yeah. you know, because your child is always going to come first, no matter what your career is, no matter what you're doing. You know, your child is always going to be there. Your family's going to always, you know, it's just trying to find that proper balance between both yeah. personal and business, you know, but it's a learning process. It, def- That's all it definitely it really is. is. I got two little ones. So it's like, I got to make sure they're good before I even start to mess with any of this stuff. Um, we get we can tell these single folk out here compromise and communication is key, man. Yeah, I got nothing for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> good answer, good answer. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta do you gotta be an artist. You gotta run the business, and you gotta worry about performing, and you have to have a work life balance. But see, the thing is, though, I mean, I'm such a perfectionist, so it's kind of like okay it done right I'm, for the most part i'll just do it myself yeah. you know and it's not to say like no one else is capable of doing it it's just i know i'm very particular I'm meticulous and I'm very picky about how things are done so if i know that i'm doing it then i know it's done to to my standards in regards to you know whether it's you know meetings being set up or business being conducted outside of the music and shows getting booked and stuff like that i make sure that all that's right you the manager, the booking agent, the CEO. You do all that. He's man? getting the yeah. he's getting the bag bag. But see, this is the thing though. It's like I don't mind doing it. Yeah. You know, because like I said, I've I've experienced you know not having that. You know, and to be able to provide that to my artists right. and to be able to help them, like that's the most rewarding thing for me, man. Just knowing that I'm making a difference in their lives and in their careers. So. That's exactly how like this platform came about. I mean, it was it was all. Sh- Scott's idea to do like a podcast type thing, but knowing like people to play your music without you being known or you only got 20 followers, nobody's going to take the time out to listen to you. But if you could just submit your music, you'll just be happy with somebody that'll sit there in front of an audience and play your songs, appreciate it, or give you some type of advice or critiques. We don't try to kill nobody's music here. Really don't. So, 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 real quick side note. I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out here. I'm gonna retract something that I said earlier. Okay, so Tizo and Deo didn't grow together. Mm-hmm. Um, they just been rapping with each other for I think a few years, okay. so they didn't really get together. But they they known each other I think through family, mm-hmm. and then they just they like, oh, you rap, you rap too. Okay, cool. And they just start rapping. 
<laughs> the, the live, ba- yeah, the, the live back quick. pedal before they kill you in the chat. See, they kill him in the chat too, and they try to kill me in the chat one day. How we grew up together, bro? I'll be like, come on, man, you gonna blow me up like that, bro? So, yeah, I had to go ahead and correct that real quick. So, but yeah, the whole but, um, uh, the whole platform thing is like, I mean, that's really important when you know, like being an MC back in the day is like nobody wants to listen to it, but finding a way to have somebody play your music i mean even if it's just the look and the way that we break it up is like you could take this and do something like we noticed on the website that y'all take the youtube clips that we had broken up or that i had edited out and added those straight up there so it's like yo i got my music played here this is what the community yeah. felt you know the chat i make the and, chat as big as possible so everybody can see the comments and i, and I believe in cross promotion as well too, yep. you know so if you guys got something on and I rock with you guys heavy then of course I'm gonna mm-hmm. your stuff you know like because at the end of the day it's it's all about spreading awareness it's all about building brands mm-hmm. and, and helping push each other forward you know that's how we all win at the end of the yep. day you gotta that's stick how, you gotta push each other that's how we are too that whole building organically and all that we uh we were we we're stickler for that on our end uh it's very mm-hmm. easy to buy we we've noticed when we started doing this and looking at other pages like yo they got so many followers you start looking at them likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you got and, fifteen thousand followers and thirty-five likes is not adding up. Yeah, right. So definitely figuring that. Yeah. I do want to uh, commend y'all on like using our platform, not using, but using to your advantage our platform. Like this is how we envision artists to do it. Like you can essentially yeah. create your own content here, and we're creating our content as well. It, it's like the perfect. Perfect yeah, it's yeah, it's like that 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 mutual you know relationship where it's mutually beneficial for both parties. You know, like I said, I saw what you guys are doing. I believe in your vision. I believe in what you guys stand for. You know, as a, as a brand, as a company. So I was like, yo, let's partner up with them. Let's let's take this for a ride and see where it goes. You know, and then I love what you guys did with mine. You know, I was when I kicked off everything. I was like, all right, so we're gonna do Tizo. And after Tizo, we got Swayze. It's like okay, Swayze, we got Dayo, you know, and like I said, I rock with you guys. You know, um, you know that's what it's about. It's about helping each other. It's about really standing beside each other and just kind of building upon you know what we got going on. Because I said at the end of the day, man, we all trying to be successful. So yeah, because some people will submit their music and not even show up to the show. And we have people on the show came and do it. They they email us a lot. <laughs> then the day of the show, <laughs> ghost gone. Don't post themselves. Are they seeing like the trashest pictures? Some of the joints I've you literally know? had to edit with like dirty bathroom. Yeah, man, nah, man, we we you know dirty bathroom. The songs that you don't even like, but you send them to us. But you like, oh why'd you, yeah, you know, why would you send us the songs? And you'd be like, no, nah, I need to resend you new music because those were the ones I wanted to give you in the first place. That's your fault. <laughs> nah, over here, man, my camp believes in quality. Over, yeah. like you can have a million one songs. Them songs ain't if they're not making an impression and they're not really making any kind of wave at all i guess that's the term to say if it's not doing any of that man just just don't even just mm -mm, trash that because at the end of the day it's like what's quantity versus quality you know quality is is what really makes music timeless 
and that's what I aim to make. And that's what I know my camp aims to make is timeless music, music that can just go through time and mature, you know, and, and actually stand the test of time. That's what I always aim for. So, so what are your uh, what are your musical influences then? I heard you reference Jay a couple of times in your in your album. So I don't know if you try to yeah. snatch and flip the name of Jay or even how that oh, works. No. <laughs> now, how how Jay came about the actual E.H. how that came about is um, to start off. Uh, my father, I'm named after my father. So I took Jay. Well, they call me Jr. Junior. Mm-hmm. So I took Jay. I was like, okay, Jay. Why? Mm-hmm. That's normal. And I was like, okay, let me look up some different variations of how to spell it. I came across J E H. I thought it was smooth. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's different. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I just added Sinatra because Sinatra kind of brings that that gentleman feel. Yeah. You know, that kind of like smooth, like real, kind of like about his business. You know, with the pink rings mm-hmm. and you know all that stuff <laughs> like that. So that's how I incorporated that. Um, as far as my musical influences, a lot of people have told me I sound like Jay Z. You know that? Yes. I will tell you right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people tell me that, you know? and it's not like I'm particular. Like I'm, I'm purposely trying to sound like him. It just, it just comes out when I'm in. The, it just comes out when I'm putting these bars together. Like it just. Yeah, I could tell. Like you don't. You're not. You're not trying to steal Jay Z's flow. He just. Mm-hmm. It's just your swag and confidence just reminds me of Jay. I think I get the Sinatra joint because uh, I don't. I don't know if you uh, Jay Z and there's there's a Sinatra and I think Jay Z mixtapes. Oh, it's like really? yes, really for oh, real. That's not me. <laughs> Super old, but if you ever hear it, that's what he sounds like, like to the T. Because Sinatra was cool, man. He was a bad man, you know, like. Sinatra, exactly. he was bad, man. He was smooth. He didn't get too rah rah, but he exactly. had it done though. So I, like, I, you I felt, like you felt his presence when he was around. It was right. like this is the smoothest cat in the room, but he ain't got to say much. Right. That's that's the vibe that I'm on. So that's why I was like, okay, Jason makes sense. And plus, it just flows, you know. So it, it does just, work, yeah. But um, musical influences, I would definitely say um, '90s, '90s, a uh, big pun. Um, Course Nas, Queensbridge. Um, it's not all not like all up north cats, you know. Um, I get a couple influences from, of course, West Coast, Snoop, uh, Dre, Pac, uh, New School cats, Kendrick, of course. Um, I want to say there's another cat that I've been listening to heavy that probably nobody's really heard of like that, but Sylvan McHugh. Um, I think he's from Miami, Florida. As a matter of fact, I listen to him a lot. The list goes on and on, man. I listen to a little bit of everything, so it's just I just kind of take that and just fuse it. Me, so that's what's up. Any um, any particular favorites on your album? Favorites on my album, I would say uh, excellence. Excellence, definitely excellent. Which is the one that you yeah, sent us? That. You sent us glory. Uh, no, I sent you guys uh, excellence, and I believe like is what I said. Legacies. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say Excellence, Legacies, and Act 9, Final World Part 2. And that's the one I got the... the features uh, up there. Yeah. I think that was yeah. your longest song on the album, too. Yeah, that's yeah, the longest part. Either that or Act 10. The one with T-Zone. Yeah. Let me flip it since y'all don't put me on the spot. I, I was about <laughs> to say, I was about to say Legacies, and then... um. 
I didn't think that you sent that one to me because I I think I was gonna play. I wanted to play Legacies here, but if you already sent that oh, yeah. one, then I need to pick a different one that I want to play. Cause I know I don't know if I know I like Season because that was the one that you were talking about your daughter, right? Yeah, that was my. That's the one I was gonna say. I was gonna say Seasons and uh, Act Nine Final World Two Final World Final Not, World Two. Yeah, that. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I like too. I like a lot of them, but those seasons stood out because it seemed real personal. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually um Act Three Glory. That's the one that y'all y'all talking. Act Three Glory. Damn. That's the one. Oh, well, yeah, that one. Sorry. Yeah. So that, yeah, one, yeah. that one is no worries. But um, that's I man. Like I said, like I I'd really try to just kind of make a project that was well rounded where everybody could like find something that they vibe to. If you don't even like the whole project, that's cool. As long as you be able to pick and choose what you like, then that's a win for me. So, yeah, I, li- I liked it all the way through. Um, Thank you. I, I, um, I definitely had to get in the mind space though. The first, like I said, the first time I listened to it, I was in work mode, and I was ah. <laughs> but after stuff started calming down, I got to. <laughs> nah, it ain't for the. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Matter that, like, it's not for the gym. Hold on. I play all my music in the gym. It has to pass the gym test for me to <laughs> no, like that's it. Yeah, that's his process. Yeah. My process. <laughs> I can listen to R and B in the gym with no problem. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't either. Like you, you gotta have something that's upbeat. I gotta slap somebody's music in there. I I need something that heavy bass. Yeah, you need something, bro. You can't have that mellow stuff in your ear while you doing. Shit, man. You can't be in the gym like six hours a day. Don't, so don't that's even do that. Let's play one of these joints. So you're a real gym rat? Yeah, I have to be. Like it, like really will dictate my mood if I don't go for like a week. Plus, I'm like Puerto Rican, so I'm trying to live longer than 52. Yeah, he has, he has so, rage too. So I do have that, but I've I've, I've caged it as I've gotten older. Um, I ain't mad at that. Which <laughs> which one you wanna which one you wanna play, Scott? You wanna? Oh, uh, let's play uh, Glory. Let's play Glory. I like Glory. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 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 I like Glory. All right, let's let's, let's go ahead and get into that one. Yeah. This is your boy Jason Natra El Capitan. Thank you. Song is called Glory. Let's get into this. Off his Black album, out now, all platforms. Yeah. All platforms. Against the world, it's just you and I. So precious, yeah, the Lord's gift. 
You're just like me, how you get bored quick So curious and full of wonderment I put you on top, you never understood <laughs> Cause daddy loves you Can't get enough of your love, you're like a drug too Or maybe cook food I pray in 10 years you meet a good dude That love you like this dude Until that day, your daddy will keep a pistol Couple shots to the ops if they offend you Never lose your principles. Remember daddy told you you're invincible. You can be whatever that you wish, boo. Maybe lawyer, doctor, or principal. Until the day heaven sends for you. This is my gift to you. Just some words that can get you through. That was uh, Act 3 Glory by El Capitan himself, Jason Nacho, off the Black Album. Available on all platforms. Uh, I forget. I mean, I know I listened to it like three times this morning, but hearing it again like at night, like production on this is so crazy to me, man. I was about to say that beat was like, But it's like everybody on in his group picks out fantastic freaking beats, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, they, they have a, a real knack and an ear for, you know, production. Finding the right beats to flow over and stuff. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, nah, Charlie Brown, man, shout out to Charlie Beats, man. That that guy really gave me something special. You know, when I was able to really use those beats, you know, and because a lot of people they they just hypnotized <laughs> by the production. Yeah. So, well, you know, we gotta we listen to it in layers, man. It's got to be first sound. You can't sound like you're in the bathroom flowing over a beat that was made in the kitchen. But then the production got to be there. And then the content got to be there. So so what if you so what if you ain't got both? But if you ain't got what? both, then we'll give you the critique that you need to work on going to a real studio, getting an engineer, and getting some help. Uh, because your content is there. Your ear for beats is there. Uh, just doing it with your mama's mattress pushed up against the wall ain't going to cut it. <laughs> brutal, bro. <laughs> brutal, dog. No, but all, all jokes like, aside, bro, man. No, but I mean, it's, it's what you need to hear, man. It's what you need to hear. Yeah, you can't. I mean, if you're around all your homeboys and everybody on the same vibe and same rocking with you, you know, it takes yeah. somebody from the outside to be like, "You think this sounds good? Like this doesn't sound good." And and let me let me chime in on that. That's what you know, my camp. Just speaking for my camp, we don't do that. We, we don't co-sign mediocrity and we don't gas each other up like okay yo that's dope like that's mm-hmm. that's it right there fam like nah we don't do it like we, we'll be brutally honest with each other so we do. it's a lot of trash trash thrown around our way too <laughs> <laughs> that's trash don't bring it up <laughs> you got to man iron sharper iron man you gotta you, nah, man. Straight, you gotta you gotta trim the fat and you gotta we'll, we'll tell you quick like nah man back to the drama Hey man, don't 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 let you put a don't let you put a bad post on Instagram. You gonna say be like, uh uh-uh, uh, whatever you just posted, that won't it, dog. Don't edit nothing like that no more. Don't do that ever again. Uh, man, it's the same thing with music, bro. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna do this, man, do it with your all, do it with your heart, man. Don't, don't be out here just doing whatever. So. Right, right. I would say, man. But um, no, nah, man. Like I said, it's it's. It's a learning process, you know, for all of us. Just kind of like trying to keep this thing together, keep the, the ship afloat, and whatnot. 
you know, um, I am proud and thankful of the team that I have, the roster that I have, artists like, you know, it's none of that micromanaging or anything like that. They they do all what they need to do and rock, man. So Any advice you want to give out to people trying to either be artists or be label owners? Um, I would say just always put the music first. I always put you staying genuine to what you need to do and your purpose. You know, longest I was just out here just making music for myself and really kind of honing in on my purpose. But I think I found it once we started the label. We started really kind of getting involved with helping artists and stuff. So just stay true to yourself, stay true to your craft. Um, you know, don't don't be too ashamed to work with other people. You gotta be selfless sometimes too as well. So yeah. just always do that. Stay true to yourself, man. Hey man, Sham God, you got anything else? I think I'm 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 done, man. Hey man, hey, this this is a good this is a good leader for the label, man. He he's selfless. He's one he's everybody to eat. And you're about the music. I appreciate that, especially in this climate of music, because clickbait, clout chasing, like it's good to see the other side of it. Um, so shout out to you and your camp. Appreciate you. y'all. You know, bringing all that music our way. Thank you. But, um, um, real quick though, um, mm-hmm. we do have Dayo and Tizo. I got. We do have Dayo and Tizo. They're dropping a joint project called uh, DTX. Okay, stands for where they're from. Uh, they'll be dropping that Thanksgiving Day. I do want to give a shout out to uh, my extended family, uh, Forte Culture, Da Vinci Music Group, uh, DJ Alex B, as well as uh, CR Entertainment. Um, yo, like we we got some stuff coming 2019. I can't really talk about it too much, but just know that the, the movement's gonna get a lot heavier. What was that? Uh, what was that Four Horsemen teaser about? The Four Horsemen teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at possibly making that a full-on project. Good. So what you heard with the Four Horsemen record, that's going to be a whole project. Hey, man, so, that joint was so dope, I accidentally played it twice on the intro. Like, right, last yeah. week's intro, I left the song <laughs> up there. <laughs> I, I, I would put y'all on the spot. Right? You're breaking up. You said what now? I said I, would, I said I would put y'all on the spot and ask who had the best verse. Who had verse. the best verse? Yeah. <laughs> Who's last? I'm not doing it. Who went last? <laughs> who went last? I can tell you the exact order. Yeah, who we... went last? Uh, Dayo, LeBron Dayo. I think he had the best what? verse, and I got mad because I had to cut him off because it was only three minutes. <laughs> what? Yeah, our intro time was only three minutes, and the song was like four oh. or some change. So I like tried to let uh-huh. it run through. Damn. You know what? I'm not even gonna throw myself out there like that. I'm, 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 now he's gonna make me analyze it, <clears throat> and on Monday I'm gonna call him out. I'm like, it's all love, I'm like, you want it? You, you didn't have it, bro. You was third. You was third. Cause I think you, and cause you went first. D H M G. Good man. Good man. Hey, I clean, I cleaned it up. I cleaned it up the following week. Sorry. <laughs> nah, that's what's up, man. That's real. But nah, man, we definitely got that project. Cool. But we got that coming. Um, and like we're throwing in the addition of Eric King, man. Wait till y'all hear Eric stuff coming. Matter of fact, I might go ahead and get that push forward as far as like getting um, the uh, feature artists. Okay. So cool. Ready for him? Just send it over. Absolutely. Over. I got y'all, man. All right, man. Get us out of here, Sham Got. Hey man, this is our second episode of Locked In. 
Shout out to El Capitan. El Capitan. Thank you, guys. Shout out to the label. Um, oh, man. BHMG, man. Just be on the lookout for it. For sure, for sure. And other than that, man, y'all just watch the video after this and uh, listen to for the new music, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We your real O'Hiz and we out. Hey, oh, matter of fact, sure. before we even say we out, Friday, we're going to do our album review. So tune into that. Depending on how late I'm up editing it, you might get it Friday, you might get it Saturday morning. All right, now we're out. All right. What's going on, gang? Thanks for watching the show. It's your boy, Tiki 10 Mill here. Hey, man, Sham God's got it here, man. Hey, listen, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you hit them buttons. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, all that. Do all that, man. Catch us here live Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Join the conversation.